Alright, we're back with another episode, episode 29. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back. It's another episode of Who's Listening with me, Leon Andrews. Catching you guys back up with my life. Here's what's been going on. This weekend... This first time this weekend in a long time that wasn't a vacation or a holiday where I voluntarily did not do Uber for the entire weekend. That's because that I decided to finish out my lease and let Uber, who I'm leasing the car from, take it back. I mentioned this before in previous podcast episodes. I'm leasing the car through Uber. People ask me how did that work. Simply put, I just applied for it. I was approved. Went down to a dealership, picked up the car, signed some paper, signed some papers. After I picked up my car, had to get insurance, had to put down a deposit, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and then I got my car, and I was able to start working literally about the next day, or actually the day of. And I've had this car for over two years, two years and three months to be exact. And the car was super expensive. It cost me almost six twenty-five, six thirty to six seventy a month to have this vehicle, just depending on the amount of weeks that were in a month. And the insurance was three hundred and seventeen dollars. And so I'm finally get rid of this car. It's still sitting in my front yard. It's just sitting there. I'm not driving it right now. Still waiting for Uber to come send a guy to go pick it up or however they do it. They told me they a person would call me and then come pick it up. But that was handled, and then, of course, I canceled my insurance, which was really nice not to have to spend over $400 on a car and insurance this past week, or in this month entirely, really. That was very nice. But it was just a decision that I made. I was very happy about it. And you ever been so happy about doing something that you feel a lot more relieved? I mean, this entire weekend, I was just chilling I didn't have to worry about anybody in my car. I didn't have to worry about impressing somebody. I didn't have to worry about if I'm being rude. I didn't have to worry about if I was, you know, saying had to say the right thing or not. I mean, I was always comfortable with people in my car, no problem. But there wasn't this line, there wasn't this need to be putting on a hat, to put a hat on, so to speak, and then to play a role. And that was really nice. This entire weekend, all I did was... I organized the house, I cleaned up my house, I organized the living room that needed to be organized for quite a while. It's not like the, or the it's not as if the living room was in complete disarray. It was that there was just like these particles. I just had all these like items in my bookshelves that were just like very loose items and then I decided to finally condense them all into one little box and cleaned up a lot of the space. That's basically what I did. I cleaned up a lot of space so it looked a lot nicer. I even organized the entertainment center so it looks all nice now. I put the the consoles out next to each other. I put the PlayStation on top of the PlayStation 2 and uh, had all the video games and DVDs leaning against it with um with a bookender at the end of it. That was and it all came out nice. My girlfriend was really happy about that. And I like the fact that she was happy about that as well because I know something that's the living room has always bothered her. I mean, me as a per, uh, me, I never thought it was an issue. I don't mind having a few loose particles here and there, a few loose items here and there. I mean, generally to me, the the generally to me, it was it was organized. But yeah, I guess it could have been more organized, right? <laughs> Just my typical way of thinking sometimes. And then of course I played some more Skyrim, so that was really fun. 
got a little bit more into the Skyrim universe again. I mean, I remember buying this game back in 2011, 2012 when it first came out and I was on and off again with it. But this time I've been really going through the story. I don't remember what level. I think it was the level last time I checked. I was a level 16 in one of my games before I deleted it and saved over it. Uh, my character is at level 20 and I did all these things. And just the world building in that game is really fun. Just the just the exploration alone was just has been really fun. Just exploring the world of Skyrim. And then, you know, going to, like, little cities and then getting involved into, like, whatever story they had going on, whatever, you know, whatever disagreement characters were having with other characters and finding out, like, why and what's, like, what's their problem. And it's always like, oh, there's a bunch of bandits over in Swindler's Den. It's always that. It's always bandits in a Swindler's Den that you have to take care of. That's the problem. Oh, it's a bunch of zomb- it's a bunch of uh, vampires over in this uh, this other cave. It's always something in a cave. <laughs> and you know the game is like pretty repetitive, but there's something about Skyrim that really it sucks you into its its world, and then you you just want to keep playing. And I can never finish one quest because that's the other problem I have with. The Elder Scrolls game. I cannot finish a quest and then not activate two more quests. Not not even by choice. Just the character goes, thank you for doing that. You should talk to this other person to get some more work. And you're like, great, now I gotta talk to another person. I haven't really done the main quest. The only part of the main quest that I did was help this girl, help this like woman who was secretly being an innkeeper was actually part of this organization called the blades that fights dragons and blah 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 but it was fun to start playing it again i definitely enjoy it and i definitely enjoy my time playing the game as well and then you know the weekend was fun my girlfriend had friends come over and they were having their girls night where they were all doing each other's makeup and their hair i'd never been a part of that before or at least indirectly a part of that just women being women. I didn't grow up with sisters, guys. I had nothing but brothers growing up. We just brewed out. We would just, like, play video games and eat Tostino's pizza rolls and watch Jim Carrey movies. That's what we did back in the 90s. That's what we did. We played a lot of Nintendo 64, a lot of WCW versus NWO Nitro, and then watch, like, Dumb and Dumber and then laugh our asses off as we watched it or watched Billy Madison on VHS. That's what we did back in 1992 and 1990. Well, with the N64, that was about 1995. Yeah, 1996. But it was a good weekend. I definitely liked it. I definitely had a lot of fun. I was definitely a lot more relaxed than I ever have been in a while. Not having to worry about if I'm going to make my car payment or having to do Uber and waking up early to drive people everywhere. It was really nice. Not having to worry about Lauren and Jeff and Steve and David and, like, Betiana and freaking, you know, fucking, fucking Nancy. But I, it was it was good. I definitely liked it. And then, um, yeah, and I was watching Stranger Things, but... I didn't search Stranger Things on season one. I never watched season one and two of Stranger Things. I just ended up just starting Stranger Things on season three. Now, people would look at me and think I'm weird, but I like to think of it this way. If the writing on the show is good, it should be able to catch me up on its lore and its characters without really having to necessarily reference things from past seasons. I don't need to know why this kid has a lisp. I don't need to know why this like one kid is with this like one girl. 
I don't really care. I just go, well, they're together and just move on with my life. You know, a lot of people have to say, oh, I need to watch the previous blah, blah, blah to know what's going on and blah, 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 blah. You know, I went to go watch Toy Story 4 with my girlfriend just last night, and I've never seen Toy Story 3. I've only seen Toy Story 1 and Toy Story 2. Pretty much got the gist of what the plots are. This one, Toy Story 4, a little bit different. They didn't have, the, the plot was a little bit different than the first two, which I really liked. But it made no references to Toy Story 3. The only thing is, like, I didn't know is, like, what happened to Andy? I don't know. You know, and then they filled me in on that by saying he went off to college. And then my thought was, oh, he gave, Andy must have given his toys to his little girl at some point. I don't know when. So, I don't understand when people feel like, oh, I need to watch the previous movie. I, like, I never seen any of the Avengers movies. And I watched, and I started off with Infinity War. And I was just fine in terms of, like, character and everything else in that movie. It's, it was, did a good job. It's always funny when people need to feel like they need to like build they have to build up to previous things to build up to like whatever lore was already established when good storytelling should be able to tell you the story without actually having to make references to past like mythos sometimes. It helps. It helps really put more background and adds a, a layer of dimension. That's about it. So that's what I did this weekend. A little bit of it was a lot of physical universe stuff. You know, it was a lot of physical universe stuff, getting things a little bit more organized in my in my my own personal environment. It was it was definitely doing a little bit. You know, I worked out over the weekend, which was nice. And then it was, of course, playing some video games, which I don't really do very often. I don't think I played sat down and played video games hardcore in years, years like just put in. Oh, I just put in like four hours of Skyrim. I haven't done that in years, guys. I remember when I was a, a teenager, I would put hours into playing video games like hours like 10 8 to 10 hours like almost like as, as if it was a day job for me to play video games granted like that's not a healthy thing to do now definitely you know i have a life i have a girlfriend i have a job i have these responsibilities that i have that need the other things that need attention especially this podcast that i put on for you guys every week and it you know it's just this is my choice. This is what I want to do with my life. And yes, sometimes I like to get a little lazy and like play video games and turn off my brain for a little while, just like any other human being in this world. And plus, I like video games. I grew up with video games. So it is a part of me that I cannot ignore, people. So, <laughs> but anyways, um, anyways, something really interesting happened today. Now, I've seen my girlfriend once in a while get hit on, but... Today was different. I was sitting in her office and I was fiddling around with my phone playing this arcade game on my phone. And she was with a coworker in her office and she was doing a check on her. And then this guy who interrupted all that because they're on they're on they're on they're on post time, they're at work time. So a guy came over and they put one right back into work mode. They I thought my essential was that he needed something from the front desk, like probably to schedule another appointment or needed a supplement or something. But she went to the front desk and my girlfriend was in her office and the guy went right into her office and basically hit on her. Said that he felt a connection with her, said like it was easy to be, she was easy to be around with and then basically asked her out to go hang out at the beach later on today or really just an indefinite some some time in the future and she was just no 
No. <laughs> and I sat there going, thinking, did that guy just hit on my girlfriend? Granted, he didn't know. He doesn't know that that's my girlfriend. But it was so mortifying to hear this guy get shot down. Guys, it was cringy, cringy as fuck. And there is a time and there is a place for everything, including, including hitting on people. And that time and place is not when that person is at work time. Not at work time. You wouldn't go up to a woman in a, while working at an office and hit on her. That's just not right. You just went into her space and then asked her if she wants to go play darts after work today. Unless you were working in the same space as her, it's just uncalled for. Even then, come on, play by ear. Like know how to play the like know how to play the game, Sean. What the fuck is wrong with you? But this guy like hit on my girlfriend and she said no. And that poor thing, that poor girl, she was just mortified by the whole thing because she at first felt like she didn't know how to say no and then she felt bad about it. But quite honestly, you shouldn't feel bad about it. This guy came into your space. It was uncalled for. Abrupt questions get abrupt answers. Just like that. Especially questions that catch people off guard like that. That is just not fair to anybody else. And there is a time and place for everything. And definitely work is not one of them. I'm sure there's other places to hit on women. You know, when they're relaxed somewhere where they're enjoying their time and they want to talk to people they're giving the indication that they want to talk to other people and be open with other people I quite honestly I don't really I don't think I've ever met my any of my girlfriends very conventional ways I met I met them through friends or that's it because I did online dating guys and it was awful it was awful because those poor women first of all get like seven to ten messages a day so you got to do the math they're getting about 70 messages in a given week from different guys going, yo, hey, what up, girl? What you doing to say? Man, you're really cool, girl. Hey, girl, you're pretty special. I think that you have a lot, we have a lot in common in terms of our, our taste in movies and taste in movies and music. Oh, you love Eternal Sunshine for the Spotless Mind? I think that is a fantastic movie that speaks to the emotional level of a person when they're getting out of a serious commitment. Blah, blah, blah. No one gives a fuck. Devin. But I did do online dating, and I went on some really awkward dates in my time. So, no, I don't think I've ever had a girlfriend through just dating, meeting somebody from like OK Cupid or Plenty of Fish or whatever. But I did get myself out there. I did put myself out there, and was fine. But every girlfriend I ever met, I met through like a friend, or I we just happened to stumble upon each other at like a hangout spot. Things should just happen naturally. Things should just happen kind of organically. When you sit there try to force things like a relationship, it just when you force anything, right? What you like usually when you force something, it it just doesn't work out the way you plan it. It's just too much force that that the universe is it goes and says no, not today, fuck you, kind of thing. And I think anybody should just be comfortable being themselves and being comfortable being themselves in 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 social environments because as a guy, uh, as a guy. I do notice that people are attracted to that when you just are your genuine genuine self you're not a, you're not ashamed you're not embarrassed of who you are and what you are and who you know who you are everyone seems to be more attracted to you they are like people seem to always talk like people always seem to talk to me 
when I'm just being myself and I'm just being silly, people will just talk, come up and just start talking to me. And I'm more than happy to talk to them because I do, as a social butterfly, like talking to people. I love getting to know other people. That's why Uber came so easily to me when I did it. I like to get to know people. I live for the human experience. I really do. And being like being able to just be comfortable in your own in your own meat suit in your own meat suit and just be the person that's controlling your meat suit kind of thing and how well you control it people find that really attractive and if you're trying to attract the a mate that person he or she will pick up on that and then it will kind of happen naturally if you try to sit there and try to force oh we should go out we should do this or blah 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 and then like from my experience, based on my own empirical evidence and data, I do know that women don't really like women don't really like the flow of a guy kind of imposing that he really wants to have something more than what being at that level of being out of friends. I, it seems to me when I notice that women like being friends first with somebody because they overall want to be able to feel comfortable and trust that other person before they get into anything more intimate and romantic. Once again, this is just based off of my own experience. And I only go by, and I usually do go by my own experiences and what I've read or what I've seen or what have I experienced because that's usually how I think. That's how I usually evaluate the world around me is based on things that I've seen, seen, heard, or experienced, or read, or whatever. And from my experience, that's how it was. Women are more comfortable when you kind of go with the flow with them. That's not to say to be super passive and be their friend. You definitely want to put out signs out there that you're interested in them. You know, simple things like a touch or whatever. You know, does it does the hand linger or do you not linger the hand? It just depends, but you have to be comfortable with yourself to be comfortable with that person. It is one of those things. And I'm not here today to give you dating advice. I'm just telling you that was just basically my experience with dating and getting into relation in more intimate relationships and how I noticed how they went about when I went back and reevaluated the data that was in my you know, my past. How did I get into this relationship before I went to shit? Oh my god. Why is she cheating on me with Gabriel? Bruh. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> but when people are just so embarrassed or they're ashamed to be themselves, people will pick up on that. People pick up on vibes. You know, people pick up on vibes. When you act a certain way, people will pick up on that. If you act like a total asshole, people will usually even when you shut the when even when you shut up and but you know you've been an angry person all day, people will pick up on that vibe. You've ever been around a person that you went, That's an angry dude. He wasn't yelling, he wasn't berating anyone, but I felt that he was an angry dude. And someone goes, Yeah, Wallace, for sure, bro. Like I felt that dog, you know? People you, you could definitely throw out a vibe. And, and I know with my, for me, I f like to throw out the vibe that I'm a very welcoming, open person, always open to conversations and new ideas with other people and sharing ideas and sharing, sharing life with other people, because that's, that's the kind of man, that's the kind of man that I am. And I encourage you guys always, always to be yourself, be awesome, be cool. Don't be a dick, be a dude all day, always work regardless of your sexual orientation and your sexual identity we're in this together as human beings be yourself be cool 
be around others. And of course, if you're introverted, you know, have your balance where, you know, you have your time with yourself and then time with some other people. Not everybody wants to be with everybody. I totally understand that. And that's it. And that's where we're going to end it. Who's listening? You did. Thanks. Thanks.